Level Next Podcast. It's the Doodlebug. Ruminating thoughts, ruminating thoughts. You gotta give it to the Lord, honey. The Lord works in mysterious ways. We don't know what God has in store sometimes. You see all these people chasing money? This evil? All these evil people chasing money? The root of all evil. Level Next Podcast. It's the Doodlebug. I don't want to, um, I don't want to offend my family members and, like, people that I care about that I know, um, have been Christian. And, but based on the things that I've gone through in my life, where I've been such, I feel like I have a, um, responsibility to not be a liar and it's difficult because it would be easy for me to just appease the people who believe you know wholeheartedly and um and the cross and all the things that come under that um and just keep the peace where that's concerned and be more concerned with being liked and that sort of thing there are a lot of people who think that i'm more concerned with being liked and those people could really go fuck off. I'm sorry, I'm not as high vibrational as I should be talking about this. And um, this is definitely one of those things where I'm like working, th- actively working through um, where I stand with different people, with myself, with, you know, as I evolve, I realize that I have, you know, like, you can't please everyone. And... I'm trying to walk in my truth as much as I can with respect. Um, But I feel like I've gone through so many different things that I ultimately need to, you know, say what I have to say um, about it. And there's a number of things that have made me, um, I guess, frown upon Christianity in certain ways and um some of the practices and different things like that it's um it kind of falls back into the structures of so many different things out here in the environment that are normal for us but essentially um you know in the long run if we actually were to look like if somebody said okay what has resulted from this what has um improved because of this what has gotten better for humanity because of this and the thing about it is because of the way the religion is structured you don't have to make those assessments you don't have to critically think about a goddamn thing i do believe in god but the narratives around god i believe um they are specific to individuals and groups and different things but where it becomes problematic is when everybody thinks that their belief is better than the other person you got christians basically saying well let me you we i'm trying to save souls here because you equate saving souls to the fact that there's a lot of fucked up shit out here well okay so essentially you are using a very real and earthy measure when it comes to who you're judging so you have a word to preach 
But when it comes to you looking at yourself, when it comes to you assessing, is my going to church or my observation within this particular belief, this practice, is this bettering my life? Is this actually improving the quality of my life? Well, some Christians would say, absolutely. You may have met your wife or your husband in church. You may have joined a ministry within the church that gave you a, a totally different skill or enhanced the skill you already possess. You may have had great influences and that's such a blessing because I believe in blessings too. I'm quite blessed. But, but... There are a lot of people that don't necessarily have that experience, myself being one of them. If I had to look at the usage of time when I sat in a church and like how that benefited me in the long run, even in the short term, I can't particularly say that I have a whole lot of... Um, examples of where the church enhanced my life for the better. I think it's necessary to understand that when it comes to how y'all judge people, you should use that same that same judgment to look at yourself and look at how church or even other people, how has it benefited you? How has it benefited you? You should be able to tell people how it's been and what kept me off the street. Well, that's good. That's good. If it kept you off the street, that's definitely a plus. But can we aim a little higher here? Because I'm talking about not just surviving. I'm talking about actually improving your quality of life. There's a lot of people that's just getting by and surviving. And don't even realize you don't necessarily got to live like this, my G's. There are some options out here that you have outside of you thinking that you're in this little box. And outside of that box is you being judged by other people in the church. Pastor, deacon, whoever. Choir members, church, you know, the, 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 the ministries and the different groups. Judgment. Judgment. It's just a bunch of of weight on your chest, your shoulders, your back, in your womb, in your in your stomach, in your chest, your lungs, all this judgment everywhere. And the saddest part about it is is judgment based on pure ignorance. If any of you were to take some level of study, worldly study, you would see that there's a lot, especially if you study Africa, which a lot of people just, Africa's been run amok in so many different ways, but the narrative is what's been run amok the most. Why? Because if you get in their brains, you got them. If I make you scared, I could, you could do, I could do anything. But more than anything, it's like Africa, okay? Africa was the first known established religion, religious practice. So many things within Kemet. You could look up and just write, read it. Just read Level it. Level next podcast. It's the Doodlebug. Um, since I had attended a church on my own terms to join a church and actually, you know, be a member and such, 
So there was this church in the area that I had lived in at that particular time. Um, a former friend of mine <laughs> had gone there and um, I probably should have stopped at that and let that be my determining factor in terms of whether I was going to keep going because honestly speaking I don't even think a lot of us take the time to like just properly assess some of the places that we might occupy now I know you can't really do that for work obviously because you know you're there to do a job there's specific people that were assigned contractually to do that job right so I mean obviously work not so much but when it comes to places that you can choose to um I don't want to say cohabitate but um to 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 grace with your presence you know I think it's a fair thing to say we should spend a little more thought spend some thought into what this place is actually doing for you overall so join this church and um upon joining the church i already know some of the personal information of one of the higher up members son because apparently a lot of joints was checking for him i'm about to you know about to put on my little hat flip it backwards real quick and get in that mode like it was it was apparently some you know it was it was a little bit of um it was a little bit of church and hip-hop going on at the particular spot that i joined and um should I have known these things? Absolutely not. Because even back then, before I got to the place where I'm now, I'm like, why are we not talking about Jesus? Like, you know, we talking about a whole lot of like riffraff situations that I would, you know, give credit for being outside of the church. But you over here telling me about my man and all of his, you know, situations and his dating and I'm up here trying to talk about Jesus. Like, in the back of my mind, I'm going to be a thousand. I was there. Now, I know there's plenty of women that be like, girl, what, 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 T, what, what, spell, what? Like, they be all of that. But for me, I wasn't, that's not where my head was. Like, honestly speaking, I'm not that. I'm just not. Have I been that? Absolutely. I be lying. I, I think a lot, like, vast majority of us have been that at, certain times or whatever some more than others but for me I think I just was starting to come into a, a different perspective where those types of things just weren't heavily as on my mind and that sort of thing um so when I joined I had to go into this back room with one of the deaconess or I'm not exactly sure of her title, but we sat down and, you know, she was very warm. It was a very gentle voice. Like, thank you so much for joining our church, baby. I hope you find everything that you're seeking. You know, and at this time, you know, it's important for you to realize that you have a mandatory um, need once you become a member to join one of the ministries at the church and I think you were supposed to do that within like three months of your membership and um, that would involve me actually being at church 9 a.m. every Sunday 
I believe it was 9 a.m. It might be earlier, but I, I want to say 9. Anyway, no, it's probably like 8. Anyway, that was, I mean, I wasn't completely, like, okay about when I heard that. I was like, okay, okay you know. But it wasn't until we sat down and it was like face chair to face chair. You know how you sitting down in a chair and she's in a chair directly across from me. We are literally like you could put two rulers in between us um, in terms of distance. And she started instructing me to find the Holy Spirit through tongues. Now, this was where things started to get weird for the kid. And I'm going to be a thousand about that situation. It got a touch weird for me. And it got a touch weird for me because I'm thinking in the back of my mind, we haven't done any kind of pre-gaming, if you will, pre-briefing, a preface, an introduction. An introduction. You know, I mean, you pick any one of those words. We haven't done any of these things to give me some form of comfort about the next set of instructions that you laid out for me in a very soft, soothing voice. But at the same time, the instruction was harsh because I'm like, I'm not feeling like saying no tongues. I'm. I don't even know how to do that. How they do that? I mean, I I want to be connected to the Lord. I'm trying to be connected to the Lord. I mean, Lord knows that I mean well out here in these streets, you know. I try to love my fellow man. You know, I'm over here just thinking of all these things in my head. Like, I'm a good person. I am a good person. And I love the Lord. But I'm looking at her. She looked at me. And I'm looking at her. She looked at me. And she wanted me to say tongues. And I'm like, how you do that? How we do that? How'd that go? Right, right, right. So me being that I'm not trying to be no quitter type individual that I am. I'm sitting there in the chair and I'm like, I ain't know what else to do besides. I remember making the T sound repeatedly. I'm saying it might have been a little gangster if I started to say tatas, but you know, it's cool. You know, sanctified and whatnot. Tried to be, but. Needless to say, I wasn't feeling it. No, we are the ones that's running this show. Never next podcast. It's the Doodlebug. That is difficult to coexist with when it comes to certain um, followers of Christ, Christianity. That. I think once I gained more understanding, um, personal understanding in my life, um, this tone that I'm speaking of has a lot to do with the self-righteousness nature of a lot of Christians. And it's wild because, as I said earlier, like, the belief of Christianity is crafted in such a clever way for people that don't seek knowledge, that don't truly seek knowledge because 
They've already set you up in Genesis to make you believe that to seek knowledge is evil. To seek knowledge is a bad thing. They've already pretty much created that narrative for you. Like, oh, well, you're not supposed to be out here trying to answer all these questions. Then blame is placed on the woman for picking an apple, for eating this apple. It wasn't supposed to be eaten. And we can go down that rabbit hole of you know, something being the woman's fault. Credit for her contribution to existence was taken from, due to Genesis, due to Genesis, credit for her birthing, being the vessel that carries birth and, and is the portal of life. That credit gets taken and so we've already started out with two things. One, the thought that seeking knowledge is a terrible thing to do. And then two, not only does the man get credit for the existence of humanity solely himself, but there's a blame that gets passed to the woman party because apparently she ate from a tree that was going to give her knowledge that would ultimately be her demise or humanity's demise, right? Right. And it's amazing to me because you have so many people who have accepted this. And this is not to tear down people who have accepted. Like, this is not a bashing of Christians uh, podcast episode that's not what this is because that's not my goal here like we're talking about people that I love dearly with all of my heart and something that's near and dear to them and it's for that reason why I make this episode because as a person who literally at this point of my life felt feels that there's child abuse involved in preaching hell or the idea of hell to an innocent child that is definitely learning the concept of bad and good. But they're still very innocent. And they're still, you know, they have a lot of natural human nature type things, but their innocence comes from the not knowing of cause and effect and different things. And the, the story of Christianity is crafted in a way that if you aren't a person that seeks knowledge, you will literally get shut down at the very beginning, believing that you're no good, that you're this terrible person, that your nature is bad, that you're full of all of these terrible things. And it's like, well, damn, how did we get here? Then the concept of needing to be saved. Well, we, we know negativity exists out here. We know that there are people who choose to do negative things at times, right? Um, but to actually instill the mindset of being no good, <laughs> inherently bad, and on top of being inherently bad, you have to be saved from how bad you are. You have to be saved. This narrative was created. And so many people. 
So many people believed this notion that we need to be saved from something. We need to be saved from ourselves. We need to be saved from our evil. We need to be saved. There's so many things in the Bible that takes a person away from not just being a realistic person in the world, but from being an accountable person that can grow. Because the second there's an area of fault, what happens? You say it's the devil. It's not you, it's the devil. It's this evil force. (laughs) Well, I definitely believe in spirituality. I believe that there are negative spirits. I believe there are positive spirits. I believe there's good energy, there's bad energy. I believe that our existence, we make choices, good and bad. And those choices will come back to haunt us. I do believe that there is a God and there is an infinite source that created a universe and a galaxy that we exist in and the energy that comes from us some kind of way will be returned to sender. I do believe that God is the ultimate creator that created us to be creators of our own. So you could equate that to free will because I don't think everything that we were taught or everything that's in the Bible is fallacy. What I think is that it's way more powerful to put the gems and mix it in with a bunch of bullshit. 48 Laws of Power, shout out to Robert Greene, even though there are people who misuse that book. All kinds of texts get misused. But the thing about it is the more you study more things than just that one book, the more you understand that There's an entire world out here of people that are in the real world, operating in the real world. They don't turn a blind eye to what's actually happening in the world in order to have a relationship with a higher power. They don't completely discard humanity or people within humanity, people in their family, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. They don't discard these things in the name of you know, Jesus is, is, is more important than these little trivial things. One of the things that used to bother me that I always hear my dad say, and he'll still say it to this day, he'll, he'll minimize the earthly experience because of the beliefs in Christianity and his interpretation of those things. Our existence in the spiritual realm and in the physical earthly realm are very much both of importance. They are both important. Our journey is important. It's it's very um what's the word? It's it's very disheartening for me to see how Christianity, especially particularly black American Christianity, because I can't speak for the way everybody practices. Um I was out of the Baptist denomination. Um my grandfather was a Baptist pastor. Um, It just bothers me that there is such a built-in, it's like these in-between-the-lines type 
lessons that are attached along with this scripture to almost feed into the very issues that we have in families and homes. And it's a level of escapism that doesn't contribute to any solutions. Why? Because a lot of people are hurting. A lot of people don't have the capacity to deal with things because it's a lot. It's a lot out here. It's a lot of issues. It's a lot of, um, you know, harshness and, and dissension and different um, obstacles that come up. But the, pro- but the thing is, is that my prayer, my prayer are for the people who are really messed up internally and don't quite feel fulfilled through the word. They can honestly be real about that. They can be honest and real about the fact that this is not providing the fulfillment that I wish that I had. And that is absolutely okay. Because the the, the truth is, is that Christianity is full of fear. It's a lot of fear mongering. There's a lot of infiltration to the, the text. There's a lot of things in the text that are just not true. And I apologize who this offends, but it's the truth. And if you've listened this long, I appreciate you. But understand that for people who are offended, ask yourself what is revving you up and angering you. Because you could simply just say, okay, well, I disagree and I'll move on. You know. Bless her, hopefully she, you know, that'll work out, keep it moving. There'll be plenty of those people. But for the people that feel conviction or feel some kind of energetic like towards what I'm saying, you need to pick that apart because that might be the part of you that needs more. Go figure. Something that's supposed to be the alpha and omega in your belief system. There's some holes there. But I say this with love. I don't say this to tear anybody down in what they believe. Because if Christianity ultimately fills you and it fills your cup and it makes you happy to get up every day and you're a happy person, then by all means, continue to do what you do. And much love to you. And for other people who is not quite that, the way it wasn't quite that for me, understand that you can pick that apart and find something that works more for you. Because I'm going to tell you right now, your soul's not in danger. You're on a journey. And the more you discover things on your journey, the better, the wiser, the greater you'll become. Peace, love, and blessings to everyone. I love you. Level Next Podcast. It's the Doodlebug. Doodlebug.